a little discovery music. Anthony, I don't know about for everybody else, but you're really low for me. So yeah, I don't think I'm gonna do discovery music. I think this just needs to happen. But anyways, um, welcome to Earth. Huh? Your volume's really low. You're low for me. And for me. If you're low for Patrick, you're low for you too. Oh, that's kind of late. <laughs> We're kind of late. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, everybody. Welcome to Earth 2 Comic Cast, where I'm not the host and Mo is going to do the rest. Oh, uh, yeah. I haven't done that in so long. <laughs> but welcome to Earth 2 Comic Cast, where superheroes exist and Star Trek Talk is back. And of course, we're back, myself, Patrick, and Anthony, to give you Star Trek Discovery Discussions. Yes. It's been a whole year, right? More than a year, right? I don't know. Yeah, it's been really long. I mean, since when um, Discovery ended. Uh, Did they move point. forward the release? Wasn't it like originally going to come out after yeah, like, January? Was, or something? It was literally supposed to come out, and they moved it. They moved it away. So yeah, it's been it's well, been it's been a minute. It's been a minute. It's been a while. So, but I'm excited for that. Oh man, it's like oh yeah. So before we came on air, right, where we were discussing amongst ourselves. I actually got a chance to go to. Um, oh, you got uh, a chance! You got a chance <laughs> to go. You got a chance to go to see Discovery. Go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> you know, before you know, before I get into that, let's talk about. Let me say one quick thing, real quick. I just want to say one quick thing, real quick. So on Lucas and Mo, Lucas was like, "Yes, this is the most professional." podcast we have and look at how we're embarrassing ourselves like we just, oh, lucas gave us a compliment you were embarrassed you were embarrassed <laughs> oh, you need to explain the people don't right. know what you're talking about okay, you, need so to you guys don't know no, 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 you mo mute yeah. mute mo go yeah, yeah. go anthony you people, explain people people i'm just gonna say that the start the star trek discovery season two premiere was happening right right i think mm-hmm. we're getting ready to start to go mo starts streaming or taking pictures from the New York premiere. And then when Patrick is saying, oh man, I'm all in California, I can't do it. And he was like, yeah, Anthony couldn't do it either. You ain't ask Anthony, you ain't ask Anthony nothing. Anthony been a franchise fan for years, for years. And Mo just went and took my ticket. I bet you, I bet you gave it away to some bimbo. I bet you, I bet you some bimbo in my discovery. I still have my ticket. And I'll show it to you. I still have my ticket. It says number of guests zero because I Mo didn't have any guests. Was like the only Enterprise fan there. And then, oh, actually, no, no, I wasn't. This was his revenge for all the crap I talked about Enterprise. Because you know, yes, what? it was. You know actually, what? you know what? Yes, it was. I, I have no shame. And then he had the nerve <laughs> to say, "Oh yeah, Anthony said he couldn't come because he wasn't going to take a day trip to New York. <laughs> wasn't going to take a day trip to New York." I would have flown, oh, man. Right. Let me right. tell you. So, to my in my defense, right in my defense, because th- I feel like Anthony's only telling half of it. Wait, wait, wait. I want to yeah. tell another half of this real quick okay. because Go. you're sending those pictures, and I'm like, okay, that's cool. They're doing like premieres all around the country. That's cool, you know. And and Mo got to go to like the DC one or whatever. I didn't realize it was New York. I was like, yeah, that's cool. That's cool. And then you get a swag bag, and I'm like, "Whoa, that's that's really really cool. That's that's awesome." And then you put a picture with the entire cast standing in front of you. And I'm like, "Wait, this isn't like just a preview showing at theaters nationwide. You're going to the red carpet premiere." Yes. And I was like, "What?" 
And then I was really angry at you because, as Anthony said, you didn't invite either. Didn't you say you had a second ticket too? Yeah, I did. Hold on, yeah. I did. All you talk but about I... is how much you missed this show, people. People, I want to know what you would do if your friend. <laughs> Actually, let me switch it up to associate. We work together now, associate. <laughs> I think I think we got to start a second podcast, just me and Anthony, so we can get our own tickets. Because <laughs> Mo, ain't, Mo, are you ashamed of us, Mo? Are you afraid? Are you embarrassed about us? No. So, so to my defense, so Patrick is going, Anthony is going. It's my turn. So, to my defense, we have a chat, right? Uh, Earth Two Comicast chat. Granted, it's a big chat with a lot of people in it and a lot of opinions, so things can get drowned out. But I definitely put in the chat, hey, guys, I'm getting to go to the Discovery premiere on the 17th. And this was like three weeks no ago. No tag. No nothing. He ain't hear nothing back. He ain't here. We busy. We busy, Mo. We can't go. Oh, yeah, Mo, let's go. He just said, eh, eh, eh. So go? I put that in there, all excited. And uh, one of our other friends, Keen, who was on the Runaways, um, discussion with us she reacted to it so i'm like okay at least people have seen it you know it's one of those things that you see but i'm pretty sure we started up another conversation that kind of drowned that out but somebody saw it so just because hey, you didn't see it hey patrick if, if i, I say, didn't see it if i say hey man you want a million dollars you want some million dollars in a chat and you don't see it <laughs> and i don't say that to you i don't message you i don't even you don't tag me Come on. It's not like Facebook literally has a thing so that if you wow. have a, conver wow. a big conversation wow. like we do and you want to call out a few people, not only that, not only that, but we have a separate chat, a separate chat specifically for discovery discussion. <laughs> Did you mention it in there? Did you mention it in there? I'm going to look. No, 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 you did not. No, you did not. No, you did not. You know why? You know why? Yep. He, he thought to that go. he was going to go there. <laughs> he wanted Keem to go. <laughs> he did not want you to to put shade on. He was going to go there, and he was going to, um, you know, pick up an actress or whatever, and he didn't want Anthony to get in his way. Still not in. Of course I'd not. I'd have been like, oh, at least you're better than Enterprise. Come on, baby. Let's go. <laughs> Wait, no. oh, this was the Thursday before. I was like, I'll be there. <laughs> it says it right there. And we didn't say I'll anything. be there. And we didn't say anything. <laughs> and we didn't say anything. <laughs> Meaning what? Patrick no, this was a week there. before, as a matter of fact, because this is the chat. This is a week before. And then scroll up, and then I post a picture of me there. So, yeah, it's on you. You saw I, it. I don't know about this. I don't know about this. <laughs> Right. So Facebook, uh, YouTube. Mean, now, now he's be doctoring his phone. <laughs> what are you going to do differently next time? Oh yeah, definitely. Um, next time the whole crew's going. All right. All right. Now that I know everybody's so pissed, it's not even a big deal. It's only. Uh, it's kind so. of a big deal. It's kind of a big deal. <laughs> so you had good. one job. You had one job while you're there, and that was to get an interview with Tilly. For us and oh man, so okay, so they came in, they introduced the show, they introduced the episodes, because so we thought because there was two oh, and people, he saw two episodes, not just one, two. two. <laughs> so there was, there was two, per, there was two. 
we're, we're never going to talk about this actual episode. Sorry, we're go never. ahead. So there was two. There was two premieres that night. There was one at six, and then there was one at the eight o'clock one that I went to. I of course I went to the later one because I felt like you know. But the, they came. The stars came to the eight o'clock one. They didn't go to the six. Or I don't know how it went. They may have gone to the six o'clock one and interacted with everyone else. And the eight o'clock one was more of a red carpet thing, where they you know got to you know party and whatnot. But we didn't get interviews. We just they just came in, introduced the show, and you know it was one or two things, and they're out. And but you know, and I don't think the six o'clock people got the two episodes. We we got two. So that was our, our consolation for coming to the late shows. We get two episodes and everybody else gets one. Well, you guys, you normies got one. You regs, regular people got one. Wow. Wow. Can you believe that? Can you believe that? <laughs> we're, the cool kids got two episodes. I'll tell you something. Um, so we're only going to talk about the one episode because, you know, obviously you guys have only seen one. You know, us. In the future, we saw two. Uh, so we're going to talk about the first episode and then I will probably try not to be too excited for episode two because a lot of things that happen in the first episode have, you know, like it, it's a snowball type thing where you get to see certain it better things. Be. Yeah. So, but I will say one thing though, it's, it's very much like a, it, it, it plays episodic because we saw a conclusion to what happened in episode one. But there's an overarching story, but most of, but the way it looks, because I've been able to see two episodes, we're going to get episodic, like finalized shows, like episode one happens, it ends, episode two happens, the story in episode two ends. And I, look, seriously, episode two reminds me, gives me like a, you know what, let's just go into it because w there's a lot to unpack okay, for this let's one. Let's go into it. Are we going to so talk about the shorts at all, or we do those? Maybe we should do mini episodes later about the shorts. Yeah, I think. Yeah, I think we should do mini episodes because there's, and, and you guys have to when you feel like I'm going into episode two territory or when I'm going have into you, stuff. Oh man, episode. can we even do this? Are you just going to spoil episode two for That's us? What I'm trying to say, just stop me whenever you. You know, I'll try. I'll try to catch myself. How, um, are, we, how are we going to know you going to episode two, Mo? We weren't there. <laughs> <laughs> all right so the season premiere is called uh the title of the episode is brother um obviously so continuing the trend from that's a red one, herring exactly continuing the trend from season one where they where the name of the episode is something tying into the episode itself well this one is pretty big and pretty obvious um after answering a uh, the uh, synopsis goes after answering a distress call signal from the USS Enterprise, the USS Discovery welcomes aboard Captain Christopher Pike, Anson Mount, and, and begins a new mission to investigate the meaning behind several mysterious red signals. Michael um, grapples with past growing with her past growing up on Vulcan, while her foster parents and brother with her foster uh, foster parents and brother Spock. That's pretty much the synopsis I got from CBS All Access. Uh, first things that was first. Boring. Okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> Next time I'll read it with um, more Klingon. <laughs> How did this episode open? I'm trying to remember. Uh, it it pretty much picks up from the last oh, thing right. that happened with like, the Enterprise it's, being right it's, there. Yeah, it's like it comes in and it's like oh no, they drop out of warp because they're going to Vulcan. 
to get their new captain. Right. They drop out of war because they get they're getting a distress. I was confused signal. about that. Weren't they going to Vulcan to get their new captain? Yes, they were on their way to Vulcan to pick up but their then new captain. It turns out they aren't going to Vulcan to get their new captain or they got interrupted Pike... on their journey. Yes, they got interrupted on the journey, so did Pike just be like, forget that new guy you were supposed to get on Vulcan, I'm in charge now. Is that basically what um, happened? No, no, no. It was more so it was more so we have a mission. And because of the capabilities of the discovery and certain things with uh, Starfleet saying, you know, obviously Saru brings up the fact that we're going to get a new Captain One, and you, the only way you can command the ship or take command of the ship is because something is going on that you know, like yeah. So he's like, yeah, well, with everything going on, Starfleet, you know, kind of make this a small need to know kind of basis. They didn't like broadcast it for everyone to know, so it's a need to know. And that's why I'm here. And uh, we get to see the new uniforms. They look pretty cool. Uh, the colors look pretty cool. Um, Are they the a new lot of uniforms? Because oh, the they, for... they keep on wearing the Discover uniforms throughout the show, right? Uh, it's just Pike, that the Enterprise crew yeah, the is Enterprise wearing the Enterprise crew has the new uniforms, yes. But and they um, left they on a five-year mission, yeah, so maybe those are the sense. old uniforms. But, he, but his line said, at least we got the new uniforms. Yes, because she was like, "Oh, I see where Starfleet's dollars, dollars, money is going into the no, ship no, okay. thing." That was they were talking about Discovery when they said that. Yeah, she said that. Oh, oh one, uh, the, uh, so Discovery the has the uniforms. Yeah, Disco yeah, Discovery. And Enterprise has no, no, the no. old uniforms because they were on a five-year mission. No, I yeah. said at least we got the new uniforms. No, they uh, got yeah. Discovery um, Enterprise has new uniforms. Discovery has old uniforms. That's what I thought. That's what I thought. Yes. Okay. And, and apparently they missed the war. Yes, of yeah. course. Which kind of makes sense. They were on a five-year mission, and that war was pretty quick. But Enterprise misses every war, though. If you look through Star Trek history, Enterprise has missed every war, either because they're filming for a movie and they don't, you know, TV and movie rights and stuff like that. But Enterprise has missed every major, like, war event. I didn't know that. But, they, yeah, they weren't there for Wait. the... Deep Space Nine war, were they? Wait, they your, were favorite, your favorite show, they were there for the war. Relax. <laughs> it's... <laughs> we're talking about this Enterprise, not this Enterprise with... Because uh, Picard happened to be captain of the Enterprise also. I don't know what you're talking about, but okay. You lost me, you lost me but... but, but... That's Wait, this enterprise. Sorry, 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 sorry. This enterprise, this one, this particular one has missed. You're talking about Kirk. Kirk's. Kirk. Kirk. I'm sorry. Picard. James. Yeah, James. There's some Star Trek people who already turned off this podcast. Oh yeah, they just, Kirk they just Kirk. How dare you? Yeah. Mom. I mean, I'll, I don't blame him. Yeah, I kind of want to go now. <laughs> wow. I, I mean, you can leave. I tell you something. <laughs> I will tell you what Michael Burnham told me in person. Whoa. I don't think you got uh, that interview though. <laughs> don't be box. jealous. No, but okay. So the show it. opens up the way it opens, literally picking up from the end of last season as they're going to Vulcan, and and uh, so my first impression of Anson Mount as Captain Pike is this cool, this super cool, like almost cliched character. Yep. Yeah. 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 I don't like him. I kind of like him. I. I <laughs> I mean, then again, I'm the guy who liked I don't, Erica, okay, right. and I'm the guy who I think I, Archer, I could so. grow to like him, but he he does, in fact, feel somewhat like a, like a cliche a cool at the guy. moment. Yeah, like he a little too much of the... Yeah. 
There's, I can't okay. figure out. Yeah, I can't I figure like out. Him. You like him, so everybody likes him, but me. He kind of reminds me of Archer, actually. Well, see, that's the reason I do like him. He reminds me of that generation of Starship Captain, mm-hmm. um, but his own little flavor of uh, like he kind of went in and he commanded without trying to be an. I don't know, explain it. Like, yes, you know, he wasn't trying to be an authoritative. I can figure. see what he's saying. Right. I could see what you're saying, that generation. Well, those Star yeah. Trek captains were kind of inspired, right, by the NASA flyboys of that era, which the NASA flyboys of that era were like test pilots originally. So it kind of makes sense that like when they were looking at captains back then, that's what they had in mind. And he seems such a, a deep contrast to Loka. Loka. I can't remember to say his name anymore. Loka. Like, uh, I, I like that too. And I could tell that this, this, this would... This would be a captain I would send on an explored, not a war mission necessarily, but an exploratory mission. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Because he's he's definitely got the like explorer, like buccaneer feel to him. Right. Oh like, see, hey, hey, I don't when you say things rank, like that, I just want to go off in episode two because you get to see a lot of them. But I don't know what you're talking about. That didn't yeah, happen. I don't know. Keep going. I'll forget. I, I, mean, Keep going. I mean, all my friends would have brought us if, if they had a chance to episode two. So you couldn't have. You couldn't have seen episode two. <laughs> so, anyway, wow. Anyway, so yeah, uh, I liked him. I liked kind of some of his things, which were natural. Uh, he knew what he was doing, but as natural manipulators to like to to ingratiate yourself with the new crew, make mm-hmm. it like you ever have a boss leave and a new boss comes in, and it's that weird thing where you don't be like, well, so and so used to do this because the first thing they're gonna say is, well, I ain't so and so. This is my. He just came in. He said we didn't like, but he also was open to their opinions and stuff. Mm-hmm. And that's the way you kind of transition. It was he made yes. it was very it was a very good transition from a crew to from a captain to a temporary captain to to him taken out of the blue. I thought that was really well, good. And also, he has some awareness that like this particular crew was basically abused. Yeah. So, he did. so he, yeah, that one line where he goes, "I'm not Lorca," where I really appreciated that one because I think he was. It was. Go ahead. And he's a starship officer that hasn't been tainted by the Klingon war. That's a really yeah. good point. That's a really like, good point. He, he, they're, they're like, they're like, like, it's like pre-9-11 or pre-World War II uh, America. Like, I don't know. This is us. You know what I mean? Like, he's, he's fresh. He's not traumatized. He's coming from a crew that's not traumatized. I don't know what they did in their five-year mission, but apparently... You know what I mean? So, so they're not worn out, they're not tired, and I love that energetic exploratory. So I, I kept thinking about that kid in the first episode or the second episode of the first season where he went to Burma's cell and he was like, "What are we even doing at war? We're Starfleet. Like, what are we? I came here to explore." And before he got sucked out in the space, like, I oh like, yeah, I like like this is a guy before that bubble got popped. Yeah, that's a good point. I don't know what happened to Mo, but that's a really, really valid point. I do think, I do think though, Anthony, to a point that you said, like you don't, you don't think their crew was uh, affected by the war. They were affected by the fact that You're they right. might be there because it did. He did mention, hey, you know, like everyone on the on the crew, uh, the crew of the Enterprise was kind of hurt that they weren't able to be here for their brothers. And and you know like yeah, but it's still different. They're they're yeah, for them it's yeah, a distant war, yeah, yeah, whereas other people yeah. have been severely. Yeah. Even the doctor that they rescue later or engineer technically is like severely traumatized uh, by that war, traumatized by 
Klingons in a lot of ways, right? There's going to be that animosity that like mm-hmm. the uh, the crew of the Enterprise won't necessarily, which is interesting if you think about it, because a lot of the crew of the Enterprise is the same crew that is going to be with Kirk. Yes, Kirk, because, but this means Kirk was there during the war. It means Kirk was there during the war, and the rest of the crew that we basically know. There's one other person who's not there with Pike. I can't remember who. If you look at the pilot, oh, I think it's Chekhov. No, I think no, is it Chekhov? Not, no, the only person they kept from the McCoy. pilot was Spock. Oh, okay. All right. So only Spock is the only other one that doesn't experience the war. So that's interesting. That might even add to Spock's character that he was the only one not there during the war and everybody else was. Interesting. Hmm. Okay. And so, you know, I, I liked his I liked his entrance. I liked the command he walked in. He kind of ha- came in with this, you know, the bravado, but, you know, chest high, but still very passionate and compassionate to the crew. Like, okay, you guys have been through a lot. I haven't seen what like makes him stand out yet, so maybe I just need to see what what it, his you know other than his like dumb call sign of like what what he, he like pointed at the at the screen and was like hit it go. Look, hit it he looks hit it like if that's all he's got as far as being a different and unique captain then I need a little bit more. Uh, I'm saying I, I will say that you could tell they were searching for something they didn't want to say engage they didn't want to do they they wanted they wanted to find out something. Uh, yeah, they wanted him to have his own thing because we do know we do know that he is like a very very important captain in Starfleet because remember they had that list of like the most heroic captains in season this. one and he was on that list so we know that he has already done some like crazy amazing stuff like he's got to be highly respected in Starfleet Absolutely. to be on that list and he's a walking tragedy at this point so as great and see him with all the swagger and see him we know how Pikes end up in every timeline right. So, oh my gosh, it's the, so the, sad. The, the callback to seeing this guy that's so active, so open to opinions, so he's still got that glint in his eye, like he's a new new cadet wanting to see what's going, you know, and, mm-hmm. and his passion mm-hmm. to see that that's gonna, you know what I mean? And all we know is that all we know from the original series is that he got radiation poisoned at some point in time, that slowly led to him being more and more severely uh, disabled, right, or severely challenged in his communication and mobility. So I'm wondering if we're gonna get some of that. I bet we will. I would not be surprised if we don't. That would be great because, again, so oh man, you guys just. <laughs> I think we as an audience could. It would be nice to have a captain that we're allowed to empathize with a little bit. <laughs> we were also traumatized by Lorca. Were you? I wasn't. It's true. Even the even the really? colors in the ship look different now. Like the angles look different. That they're yeah. Talking to. I like one more thing. Out. One more thing that I actually do like about what I got in episode one was the fact that we actually got to meet the crew, the, you know, the, 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 yeah, the uh, a little bit. Yeah. We yeah. definitely, but, but before you go into that, before you go into that, there's two things that set him apart from the other captains. One was that he actually talked about the ready room because I actually thought about you, Patrick, that'd be a, well, that's like, you would do. That, that'd be a move that you, you would want to do where you're yep, like, yep. I don't like this. This is, this is a ready room. And he's like, well, he didn't really treat it like a ready room. And the one thing where he was like, I don't know about the note. I don't care about rank, but like, I want to hear. I want to hear everybody's opinion real quick. And what's your name? Because okay, now go ahead, Mo. Sorry. Yeah. So he did. You know, like that right there. Thanks a lot. So he goes. I don't care about rank. I just want to know your names. Like sound off. You know, one. You know, just first and last. And then he gets to Saru, and Saru goes. You know, Saru. Just, just Saru. Like he's oh. kind of funny. Oh, there's, there's Cyber. a little. And Cyberchick's back. Was was she at the premiere? Was Cyberchick at the premiere? They were all there. Yeah, oh, she was you, there. You she son was of there. a bitch, Mo. You son of a bitch. 
You yeah, I saw her. Oh, you said it was I would talk. I talked Everyone, about her all like last the season. Main... I talked about her all last season, bro. And you denied me. I don't know if we can record these late at night. You guys get a little bit uh sidetrack. <laughs> what? A Wrath of Khan reference. Okay. I spit at So um I like that that he brought to the uh to the show. And so on the background of this episode we get I think another story or maybe the B story or whatever we get. Wait, um, wait, I want to go back to the second Did your makeup get improved for the eye? Did you see a little difference in there? Oh, you talking about I don't think was it yeah. improved? It looked the same to no, me. It's the same thing. It's the same thing. Maybe maybe I just missed it. All right, go ahead. Also, also Pike didn't just come on his own. He came with his uh, engineer, yes, and was it, it a science officer and an engineer? Security. It was came security. With, and, came with his own security. Record. Yep. Yeah, and it's, even the guy that wasn't and science record. officer, and we all thought it was going to be Spock, but it wasn't Spock. And but yeah, because uh, you know okay. why use up all your reveals in a single episode? Exactly. So, what I do like, however, is how he comes in and he's like. I'm, you know, I'm, I'm an engineer. Like you guys, you're not going to tell me anything. I know what I'm doing. Oh yeah. That's science officer. <laughs> I didn't think they were going to kill him, but I was already done with him pretty early. I was like, this guy. Yeah. They kind of, and it was like, yeah, he's, he's gone. And, he's and one of my I, problems with the show. He's one of my problems with the show. With this right. episode? With this episode. Yeah. But go he's kind of throwaway. He's kind of throwaway. He's well, there there was an interesting dynamic to be had there, I think, with him. If you left him on, you could have had that back and forth with him and Michael. But he would have to be competent. But again, well, all right. he was sacrificed to the altar of Michael Burnham being the best star fleet officer. I was thought you were going to say that. I thought you were going to say that. I thought so. Oh, it was like, oh. he cannot possibly be right because Michael Burnham has to always be right. Well, and uh, also, here's another thing. I have a kind of a reverse issue with him. He dies, right? And by the next scene, like nobody even cares. <laughs> like, no one nobody, nobody's that. mourning. Nobody's like. If, and they come back to the ship. Yeah, they come back to the ship. Nobody even notices he's not there when they come back with like the away team beamed on. And they're like, "Hey, didn't you have like a like?" <laughs> <laughs> but if we're being honest, this crew has been through so much. Like someone dying. He was wearing honest. the wrong color shirt. I think he wrote a letter to his family. Nope, just gone, just gone. Just keep it he was gone. he was the most red shirt a red shirt has ever been okay. in Star Trek. Since like original series, shirt. since original series at least. Ever it was it was it was something like in the seventies or eighties would be that loudmouth arrogant character that's just gonna get killed off to prove he was dumb as hell. Uh, I mean, right. we get a captain from the era. We better get someone else from the era to 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 complete that whole thing. But again, um, we had to hear how special Michael Burnham was throughout this whole episode. Pike, Pike's like, oh, yeah, Spock told me you were really smart. Oh, yeah, Michael Burnham is right about these calculations. Oh, you died because you didn't listen to Michael Burnham. Oh, yeah, I kept people alive with my engineering skills and miraculous techniques. But you know who I'm impressed with as soon as they walk through the door? That Michael Burnham. Why weren't you here five months ago? <laughs> Michael Burnham. Go ahead. <laughs> so... Good point, though. If you've had a problem with that from the beginning, that they don't solve that here. It's in, especially in this episode, you don't get that solved because that's if that's your problem. If that was your problem from this episode, is one, that your problem with this show? Then you might be waiting a long time. <laughs> they don't solve that for you. Clear. 
they got to mention at least two times every episode how great Michael Burke. Oh, oh, Angie, didn't she break some record? Did they mention how she casually broke some record this episode, too? Um, oh, she did something at some amazing time. I forget what it was, but you know, there's there's so much glory and greatness. Yeah, there's so much that she does that you know. Just I'm gonna start writing the book Michael Lee Burke. <laughs> Might as well. Great deed. <laughs> Call up Michael Michael Burnham, right? <laughs> oh my gosh! Oh my gosh! <laughs> I am so sorry. This is the wrong star. Um, <laughs> 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 oh Lord. I'm just using all your triggers. I'm just so letting Anthony we, go. Right. Um, so we leave that alone and and um, his entry into, you know, uh, so we go from his entry to him getting the names and to him saying, okay, and they find, okay, one of the other stories is besides Michael and Spock, because that is a major story in this episode, besides her, you know, reliving her past and from when, she actually meets Spock up to the point where he's like, he shuts the door in her face, which I thought that was kind of awesome. But like all of that, you know, like besides all of that, we get another Spanish story. Tilly? Yes. We yeah. Get that's, a, that's a pretty good story. And I thought that was one of the better stories of the episode because again, Agreed. It, 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 Tilly is very, she's super compassionate. And if Tilly's anything, the if, middle child that wants everybody and, to get along. Yes. Yeah. If anything happened to Tilly, I'd be sad. Like, was it this episode? No, no. Tilly and Saru kind of make this show for me. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> Patrick, don't go. <laughs> don't go, Patrick. You see how he's dropping stuff about the next episode? It's like worse than a name dropper. Like, if you, be, if you he must be theorizing, and this must be the one time that Mo's actually right about a series, because Mo wouldn't dare we'll go to a premiere without us. Oh yeah, that would that would that would just be rude. Yeah, he would at least he would at least invite oh, us, tag us, invite us. give us a call. Us. Yeah. So so this oh. is just Mo being spouting theories that might be right for once. We don't know. Anthony, <laughs> Anthony, Anthony. If yeah. I get to go to like the next Star Wars movie premiere, all right, uh -huh. I'll I'll make sure to let you know. And if right. you don't answer me back, I will tag you. And be like Anthony. Do you realize what I'm asking you about the Star Wars right. premiere? And then you'll say, oh, oh, I, I don't like Star Wars anymore. And I'll say, okay, then I'll just go without you. Or you'll say, all right, I'm, 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 I want to go. I'm willing to even fly out there for that. And I'll be like, cool, that sounds good. Let's do it. But if you definitely have an answer, and if I don't see some random message among 1,000 messages a day. What you need to notice in that whole transaction is at no point did I even mention Mo. I know. I know. I noticed it. I don't know if anything noticed it, but I did. Okay, well, um, <laughs> so the like I said, the, one of the better stories that we got in this episode was um, Ensign Tilly and uh, Stamets. Stamets at this point is saying, "Hey, like I'm done. Like this is this is this is it for me. I'm done with Discovery. I just gotta go." <clears throat> and he's saying this because he says when he was the last time he was in a network, he got to see. Help me out. His doctor boyfriend. I forget his name. This is horrible. Because Wilson Cruz. Cruz. <laughs> Wilson Cruz. Yeah. I forget his character's yeah, he name to too. He, he played yeah, he got to see Wilson Cruz. Was it Freaks and Geeks or something like that? He played the same character <laughs> forever. Mm -hmm. Angel. Character. No, he's oh, Angel yeah. from Rent, man. Dr. Hey. Hugh Culber. Dr. Culber. Yes, there we go. So he got to see Culber. Otherwise known the, as 
Wilson Cruz. Like, come on. Yeah. Yeah. He got to see him in the um, network. And the only reason he was able to get out of the network is because he helped them to get out. And he's not sure if he ever goes back in, if he'd be able to come out. And so he has this whole thing with Tilly, this emotional, like their story to me is the emotional arc of this episode. Um, well, everything if it was supposed is- to be the emotional arc of the episode, they could have put more of the story in there. They get probably at most 10 minutes of this story. Yeah, I know. Because well, every because other gonna, thing is actually Michael Burnham. Michael Burnham's glory doesn't let you have too much of the other characters. You, you gotta, you gotta save all oh, that Michael Burnham. Oh, goodness. So, I, mean, I just want to be clear. Anthony only speaks for himself. <laughs> I don't want, I don't want anybody, uh... <laughs> No, seriously, because I love Michael Burnham. Like, I don't know. But anyway, so we... Because, no, everything else in this episode (laughs) is action, Michael Burnham, action, Michael Burnham, and then you get the... It's... All right. This episode is probably my least favorite episode of all of Discovery. Why? And part of it is the action. Part, (laughs) Part of it is it just felt really wrote and you're right the tilly stamet stuff is pretty good that that's like old season two discovery but most of the show felt empty to me it felt like they wanted to spend their big budget on a lot of cool special effects flying through the sky for a lot of the episode or whatever and also they spent all that money on those effects flying through the sky but then we get to the spaceship they're like walking through like 80s era et like you can't, you can't trick me, Discovery. I know why they're in that big circular tarp. <laughs> yeah. It's because you didn't want to have to pay for a set. Yeah. yeah even even, even I noticed that, and that's not my bag. And I even, I you're, paying, you're paying to see the Discovery spin. Like, you actually got to see the, the, the spin. It was a close-up one. <laughs> so. No, they just wanted their big, like, flying through the asteroid field. Which, by the way, I... Alright, I understand the computer's helping them and everything, yeah. but I was struggling to believe that both Discovery and also those little ships are flipping through that asteroid field at that speed at that rate and being able to like i mean they all should be dead honestly they all should have died looks like no, but all you had to do was listen to that would have been right? that would have been pretty Burnham epic do what even what even the computer couldn't do michael Burnham could do man imagine if it so was like house of cards and like episode one michael Burnham died in the asteroid field that show would be not good uh, <laughs> all right so, so I will say this. One of the things I've accepted is because I was trying to think. All right, the original show gets two other people, right? We can say they had other characters, but the other characters really didn't have too many stories, right? Or too many things on the bottom, right? But even I couldn't, I couldn't give that because, huh? Nothing. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. Go on. But, but as I was watching this episode, and Michael Burnham literally solved every problem. I'm trying to get over it. That this is the Star Trek. That, that Michael Burnham. This is the, this is one character, and I have to go from that perspective. That this is just a new era of Star Trek, where, where, where there's one character that I'm supposed to be following, and that's Michael Burnham. So I am gonna. I'm not gonna say anything negative about Michael Burnham until she makes Spock look like an idiot, because that's coming. He's going to teach Spock a valuable lesson that's going to change his life. And maybe that's maybe, but you, you're right. Uh, I maybe that's the maybe that's their beef. Maybe that's their friction. Maybe that's why they're not cool anymore. 
I don't. Know. I want to know where so Sobak is. Where's Sobak? That could be true. I could see that because Spock is Where's an Sobak? over. Yeah, <laughs> so that is true. I, could, I kept looking for at least <laughs> he like lives in the closet like Harry Potter. <laughs> he said he grew up with Spock. Where is he? Where is he? Where is he? <laughs> oh, no, I totally is. agree. Spock uh, and Michael Burnham had sex or some shit like that. I'm Ooh, so pissed. I'd be so pissed. I'm gonna be so pissed. No, but apparently there there is friction in that relationship. I I think it could be the all right. So Spock is kind of the twink character, and Michael Burnham is kind of the twink character. And if you put two <laughs> twinks in the same room together, it doesn't go well. So maybe that's maybe that's what's going on. Maybe uh maybe they're gonna use that Michael Burnham's such an overachiever and Spock's such an overachiever, and that's the source of a lot of their friction. I would be but okay with that. No, because Sobok. Like he pretty, he said that in the movie. Hey, like you know, he's he was gifted beyond like like he said he's smarter than me. So they got to push. For- Anthony, you're he's cutting out. Okay, I thought I was the only one. No, he's cutting oh, out okay. pretty good. Sorry, I think he's getting so animated with his his phone that the Wi-Fi can't even keep up with his hand waving. <laughs> so Sobak was supposed to be smarter than Spock, right? That in the movie, and. I don't know. You're still cut. You so, should kill your video, and then maybe you will be clean. That's my guess. I'm never clean. Well, you know. I'm better. Yeah. I, so am I, far. Am I clear. Yep. Okay. So Sobok was told to be smarter than Spock. Spock admitted that in um, uh, what was the movie? But you know what I'm talking about. Where Sobok shows up. Yeah, in uh, episode four, or uh, not episode, but movie four. Yeah. Right. Right, and they had that friction. I, 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 I have a lot of issues with the Spock family thing, but I'm waiting to see it because we know that Michael Burnham is going to show Spock the right way and save him. <laughs> I so actually that's interesting because the Spock family thing is probably the saving grace for me so far, mostly on the legs of Sobok himself. I think the guy who's playing Sobok is doing a great job. I think that the story oh, no, no, of right. Michael and Sobok. No, let me stop the names. What's I mean, uh, what's his? Oh gosh, yeah. I, you got me on Sobok so much that I, I see what you're saying. Savic. Savic. So yeah, so Savic is like what saved the whole like Spock family story arc for me because he's done a really good job of telling that story. Every scene he is in, he does a really good job of both. Be how hard is it to be an actor playing? A, uh, a Vulcan, by the way, because you can't show emotion. But the whole point of being an actor is to like emote. Um, and he seems to just do a very, very good job of, uh, I don't know, centering that whole family story. Without him, I'd probably be less inclined to like the whole Spock family story. It'll be interesting what Spock shows up, what that is like. Who that? Mm-hmm. Hey, no My- Savage I ever met. Savage I met. Don't talk like that. Don't got that much emotion. And ain't talking about how much he loved Michael Burnham. I mean, even though I understand that you gotta love Michael Burnham. Yeah. Uh- Go I don't know. It didn't seem like he was showing that much emotion, but maybe yeah, I'm right. I, don't, I don't think so. I think Anthony's exaggerating. But um, he Michael also has a very very strong relationship with her. Well, with Spock's mother, um, which I mean they showed some of it in this episode. I think when she was reading uh, uh, the book. Uh, yeah. Well, she, one of the things definitely established is how much he loves her. Is how much Savick loves. Um, 
Amanda, right? Is that her name? Yes. So. And how much Spock loves her. Like Spock's yes. a mama boy. Like Spock's a mama boy. And it would make sense for her to connect to connect with another human. Because think about it. She got And that could make Spock really jealous if Right. No, go ahead, Patrick. I'll just agree with No, you. no, yeah. I could see how that would make Spock jealous if uh Michael's getting all the attention because now there's another human that wasn't there at the beginning but has now arrived in our household. Uh, and it's more like yeah, I could see that. And, and while Spock isn't allowed to embrace, while Spock's not allowed to embrace his human emotions, uh, you know, she's able to be human with his mom. Where I believe we've seen other scenes where he, he's like the father's like reprimanded Spock for having any kind of human emotions before. So yes. I, I think that's a really, I think that is an interesting dynamic that I would love to see how that plays out because it yeah. makes sense for her. And also, you know, you have. Presumably, you have two boys in the house at some point, and you have your 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 husband, and then you get a little girl as a mom. That's a that's another big thing. That's a different connection level than having a son. Yep. Yeah. So, uh, well, I'm interested because I can't. I can say this for a fact. There's no Spock in episode two. That's not a spoiler. That's a spoiler. No, it's really not. It's a reverse spoiler. Trust me. It doesn't. It doesn't change the story we get, which is why I say everything is still very episodic because everything is. I can tell you for a fact, Cisco is also not an episode two. Oh, you know who's not in there? Janeway's not in there at all, <laughs> and, and no Q. Um, so I'm uh, not totally sure on Q yet. I'm but uh, but I don't. I don't expect Spock to show up to about episode four, maybe five. Okay. Good. So I didn't really spoil anything, but you, when you watch it, you'll understand my uh, statement. Um, other than, is there anything else that we missed? So that doctor Tilly caught, Tilly caught the asteroid. Oh, go ahead. Oh no, the uh, not a doctor. I keep saying doctor. The engineer that was playing doctor. Engineer. Yeah. I liked her. I, I hope they. Patrick, are you muted? Huh? Is Patrick muted? I, I don't oh. know. Uh, oh. He, I, I was kind of <laughs> muted, but I'm trying to say one of my favorite things in that part when they go down to the asteroid to rescue the ship is that engineer and just the fact that she's this engineer who's figuring out engineering solutions to like doctor issues. Mm-hmm. I thought that was a really, really cool way of showing the ingenuity, I guess, of that was very Star Trek y to me. I could totally yeah. see an engineer caught in that situation and unlike. I don't know, normal life. The engineer's like, I'm not qualified for this. I give up. The engineers in Star Trek are like, the human body's a machine. And then she like figures out how to basically at least keep everybody alive long enough to be rescued. I just thought that was that was quintessential and, Star Trek to me. And she made centuries in her spare time, apparently, which I'm like, why are these on every ship? Like, we need these centuries. Oh, I know. <laughs> yeah. What the heck? Like, and, um, but, but, but you're right, Patrick. And I, I was going to point out, like, um, I remember there was a line in Deep Space Nine where someone was like, you got, you have one of those famed um, Starfleet engineers. Like, that's what Starfleet... I, I know we give everything to the captains and the, the science officers or the first officers or whatever, but, you know, if you're in the world of Star Trek, if you're in that, that, that Alpha Quadrant, what the Federation is known for are their engineers and to have yeah. have them do that science and research and, about half the episodes of star trek are solved by engineers uh, i i guarantee and that's one of the beautiful things about um the original vision is that our 
our wonder and technology and science and research is what's going to save us and solve our problems. You know what I mean? Not the wars and not the, you know, even though, you know, we love our bravado of, you know, you know, Kirk and Loka and Pike and all that stuff. It's, it's really the science officers, really Dax and Spock and glorious Michael Burnham that, 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 that the foundations <laughs> of the Federation and what they are. I all praised her name. All right. Praise. Oh, her second coming is... is man, is stop not. stop doing this, Andy. You're going to turn me against her. And I really like Michael <laughs> Burnham, but you're like you're like rubbing it in so hard, I'm starting to think, ah, oh, man. Maybe, yeah. Uh, no, I don't want to be like that. I like Michael. I want to be rooting for Michael. Oh, yes. Me too. But I think this episode... All right. So my issues with this episode, it felt like they had an idea of how to get to cool special effects and they built a plot around those special effects more than they had a plot and then the special effects were like what they needed to tell the plot i don't know if that makes sense but it felt like uh it just felt like a felt like a season opener for smallville or something where they're like okay we're gonna do really cool we got a budget for this episode and we're gonna use it um and i i um What's interesting is Discovery kind of started that way with the first two episodes in season one as well, but that had more of a purpose, right, with a prologue. In this yeah. one, it didn't really, to me, there are 15 other ways they could have gotten down to that asteroid that would have felt more interesting and realistic to me than, uh, like, another, I don't know. It, it was a very Star Wars scene, honestly, where they're, like, flying through all those asteroids and stuff like that. You know what I would have liked? I would have liked Pike to say, I need two vo- two or three volunteers to get down there, and then we're going to figure out how to get back. And maybe the episode revolving around them trying to, you know, getting there. They got there, but now the, the problem is getting out, right? Yeah, that would have been interesting, too, yeah. Or, or maybe if you want an action piece, have it that the ship crashed because there was a Klingon boarding party, and that, and that, and that, um, that engineer was was creating those sentinels to keep that boarding party at bay, but they're on like two separate sides. You could have, you could have had your action piece and a problem down there at the same time. Sure, because, sure. Because to me, the the most interesting part of this this episode, well, I'm the answer, but one of the most interesting parts. Uh, and does she come back? That engineer? Does she stay with the ship? Yes, I sh- she oh, did she come sh- back to the ship. I'm hoping she sticks around. Yeah, because I, 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 besides the besides the thing where they just glossed over like what she did <laughs> to praise Michael Burnham, that uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Michael, Michael came down and was like, oh, I could have done that. Right, I, right. that would have been easy. Like, she, I was like, lady, you wish she was here. She could have helped you do all this. Well, maybe she could. Michael Burnham could do anything. Anyway, stop. I'm gonna stop. But, <laughs> but her little nasty attitude. I love. You're not you're stopping. Right. There was no, I'm not. There was a doctor on Next Generation that, while when I was younger, I missed when when Doctor Crusher wasn't there. But um, going back and watching TNG, that remember that doctor? She was a more interesting character. I forget her name too. I'll look up. And I know I just um, said about how interesting character she is, but she going back. That's me, that season where she was the doctor. I think it was one season, right? Yeah, it was a little bit longer. It was. Uh, it was uh, Catherine Pulaski, Dr. Pulaski, right? Dr. Pulaski. And I think she guest starred in the original series at one point. She had a lot more layers of something. Like, I just remember her being a little bit more interesting. Uh, was it, like, morally? Like, she kind of... She went. She was. She would tell Bacar when he was wrong. She went her own way. Right. She had a little, she had a little sass to her. That's what I'm trying to say. Sass. Yeah, yeah. And... Uh, 
and she was stubborn, you know, the part. Like, I think it was one right. episode where she just went down to a planet of affected people against Picard's orders or something like that because she yep. knew she could save him or something. I, I might be mixing it up, but anyway. No, that's right. That's all right. This engineer, this engineer gave me a little bit of that. And, you know, she was a little older woman, but like, I don't know. I, I, I like characters like that. And, you know, um, that's awesome. That's also my idea about like a competent, great female character that you could tell is, you know, strong, competent, intelligent, like, and interesting. Like, I don't know. That one little, that one little scene of hers was I agree. to me. Yeah. In fact, I was, I found her more compelling than Pike at the moment. So. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Which is great. I love everything. Have we ever gotten like an engineer captain? Mm, engineer captain? Know. Yes. Cisco was What's engineering. Archer? Cisco was engineer. Really? That's why, that's why I can't imagine Cisco yeah, doing so, engineering stuff. <laughs> so Cisco's, Cisco's second skill set was technical. That's why he's he's the one that's helped redesign designing it, defiant. Okay. That's he was fair. always in the engineering room fixing stuff. Okay, um, I guess that's kind of true. I just don't think of him as being the engineer. Because I think of him as being the, the badass. That's what. But, I think. but imagine, <laughs> but imagine you had Cisco on your engineer crew, and you're like, "That man, that that boy need to be on, be in the captain seat someday." He's like, "No, sir." I'm like, hey, yeah, I'm for like, sure. He's like, "No, boy, you putting that red shirt on." <laughs> so, <laughs> no, they wouldn't say "boy" to Cisco. I'm sorry. <laughs> go, go ahead. All right. So, while well, I like everything you guys have said, you know, and, and oh, pretending to... So the captain goes down, like, Cisco, we need, uh, like, how long is getting engineering ready? And he's like, I don't know, it's going to take an hour. No, I need it in 15 minutes. Mother, I said, it's going to take an hour. I'll call you back after lunch. <laughs> <laughs> and that's how he lost his engineering job right there. They're like, promote him. <laughs> promote him. <laughs> he needs to be one call of the time, not the one... Listening to the time. <laughs> right, right. And then you know the first time a Star Trek engineer, a Starfleet engineer, gave Cisco some BS numbers. He's like, no, nah, I know how long that takes. <laughs> now you've lost him. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. All right, all right. Sorry. I didn't mean to go off track. It was just we were talking so much about how important engineers are to the world of Star Trek. And I was like, how come we haven't gotten the engineer captain before? But well, I guess we have. Uh, so while I do respect everything you guys have said in uh, pertaining to the episode that we got i do think while you're right as in there's there's different ways they could have told the, the major story is we have a bigger story that we you know that's the background to all of this that's the you know, the overarching story i think I that's like the other problem i have with this episode that background barely existed <sighs> damn it you know what no, you can't use so so second episode knowledge and help because from the audience standpoint, especially since this isn't a binge show where it's not like Netflix, they drop all the episodes. Right, we can only right. go as the story progresses, which is we also can we just for a moment, CBS, what are you doing in my life? Thursday nights? Oh, Thursday yeah. nights? Come on, man. Put it back on Sunday. Put it back I mean, on Sunday. What are you doing? There's, there's everything happens on Sundays right now. All the shows are happening on Sunday, so they have to move this up to give themselves some time so you guys can see it. But it don't work that way though. Just release it on Sundays. It doesn't have to be. Sunday Game of Thrones is on Sunday night, but Game of Thrones isn't out right now. So give me some discovery on Sunday night. What other show is on Sunday night that I gotta watch? What's your competition? Watch it. No. Definitely uh, not that. That shows. <laughs> that shows a zombie. It is Walking Dead. <laughs> there's a couple shows on Sundays. But 
again, it's a streaming service. It's a streaming No, but it service. comes on. It Just comes it on the stream. No, but that's the thing, though. It doesn't stream like all day Sunday. It's, it doesn't start like midnight. It starts at like I know, eight. but it's it's dumb. It should but be back why? on Sunday. Thursday's a stupid night to put it on. I have don't I don't Thursday know any to do it. You just put out the reason why there's no reason to move it. I've never heard of a streaming show that's like, oh, we're gonna change the day of the week that we release. That you know what that is? That's some TV executive who doesn't even understand the world of streaming. That the man who decided to move this, and I guarantee it was a white man, decided yep. to move it from Sunday to Thursday, has never he doesn't even know what Hulu is. I'm telling you. <laughs> he was just like, Oh, we need to move that to a Thursday time slot so it competes with some other show on yeah. NBC better. You've like been programming for twenty years at least. At least. No, over twenty years, right? So, but, yeah. but I'll say this though, the show itself, the overarching story, it's is it's a very it's it's touch and go because it it combines the the whatever the signs this the red dots were with Spock, and with what Michael saw at the very end of the episode. So that itself is something that, that reveal was a weak reveal for me because I've already watched the trailer like fifty times. So I was like, oh, it's that angel thing. And so Spock's been having dreams of a red angel since he was a kid. Yeah, and and, and, and he was dreaming of Veja when Veja was coming in Star Trek One. Yeah, do you think that's what they're pointing at is Veja? Uh, I don't know. I'm just saying it's kind of weird that Spock's been having all these dreams. Yeah, I don't know. It's it's interesting. It's not very Spock like, but maybe. Then we'll and, we'll just see what they explain. And this has never come up again in his life. Yeah, that's <laughs> the, that's the biggest issue. That they're better to find. They did a the at Discovery at its best would find hooks into even like animated series stuff and like flesh that out so it felt like you were getting a fuller picture. Anytime they just like start riffing on their own when they're dealing with the characters of Spock, right, and Spock's family, it just feels it feels like they're just throwing things together right but it's just better when there's some sense of oh this is the same spock i think for the show honestly because spock's so i mean they have to tread really carefully there's a they're bringing of the animated stories where they go back in time to spock when he's a kid there's a lot of stuff to do there i know yeah that's a really key episode there, there's there's i like the thing with the mom because we know how much of a mama's boy spock is that, that's a really great emotion that was the one emotional hook that really got me yeah, him, but like Spock, yeah. the artist. Have we ever seen Spock as an artist before? No, no. So that was really weird. But like, it wasn't art the way it was described? Was so if he's translating his visions down on paper in an artistic fashion. That's art. <laughs> mm. All right, all right. Since you want to be super technical. All right. Oh, no. If you're listening to this episode for the first time, I want to say go and listen to our season one reviews, yeah. and you'll hear yeah. that we love we love Discovery. Yeah, like, yeah. We love yeah. the show. We really do because, and it's just this is honestly for me the weakest episode of the show so far, and so I am hopeful. Now, didn't you say Jonathan Frakes does episode two? Yes. So I have almost doubt. Like I have almost oh. no doubt, episode two is going to be amazing. I'm going to love it, and yeah, everything so, is going to yeah, be back to normal. Work on the first one was oh one of our favorite episodes, right? Our first season. Like, yeah, the the best episode is Jonathan Frakes from season did one. You say, oh my god! And, episode, and, so, and again, me personally, the cinematography okay. of this episode 
was great. Fantastic. Can, yeah, like if if the, the 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 they made this look like um movie quality movie. for any Star Trek. Oh, totally. And it better. was great. I even enjoyed going to the Enterprise. They did a great job of going on the Enterprise and showing the Enterprise sets and updating them but still feeling like the Enterprise. Like it felt like the Enterprise. Yeah, so there's a lot mm. to be loved about Discovery if you're a Star Trek fan. And there's a lot it's, to be like, oh, I don't understand how this fits in canon. Right. It's just this episode in particular felt like it was, I don't know, it, it, it felt like it wasn't for those. It didn't feel like it was for those of us who have already followed along for the first season, for one thing. And it didn't feel like it was for Star Trek fans, like they were trying to go broad again. I don't know. I Whatever. Whatever. I, well, I think that episode two will be fantastic and I'll be like, back on the train this episode was just the weakest of the episodes for me so far i know which isn't good for an opener right like you want the opener to be i don't think you will i don't i listening to you talk about this i don't think you will feel that way about episode two i felt that way about episode two because it was very it was a it was a much more contained episode smaller like the scale like smaller is fine most star trek is small that's fine and Discovery you know. had some standalone episodes that were great, yeah. in my opinion. So, so they don't my have, favorite have episodes. Go ahead. No, no. I'm and the sure. shorts are amazing. The shorts I've are only so seen one good. We will get into the shorts. We get into the shorts, but um, probably at the end of the season, we'll probably bring those up, depending on how they connect to but, this itself because saru and uh michael had yeah saru's short is really really important the calypso one i mean could come up we'll see because i mean i have some theories on the calypso one because maybe there's yeah i have some theories on the calypso one conversation with michael in this episode that kind of like plays kind of to short yep where he's like yeah he can't go back to his family or whatever his yeah Oh, there you go. So, I, mean, I need to watch the short, so I'm still I'm still yeah, the short. Sorry, I, I didn't um, mean to spoil that for you. No, it's fine. Uh, food has a family. <laughs> it's more Emer- food. Emergency rations, man. Really? <laughs> um, but I, I personally enjoyed this episode because to me, one, I, I so I'm a fan of the Abrams. I, I knew, I kind of had a feeling that Patrick might feel aware about this episode because this feels very Abrams. It did um, very much so, and I'm always the one. Here's here's part of the problem. I'm always the one defending Discovery from all the Star Trek fans who hate Abrams. I'm always the one standing in that gap, saying, "No, no, no, this isn't like the Abrams Star Trek." And this episode would be an exception, in my opinion. And I, yeah, that's all. Certain was in certain shots. I believe the director of this episode was looking at, you know, was so much lens flare. Probably looked at the movies and said, "Okay, we're updating, you know, Star Trek to look like this." And I'm, but I, I am a fan of the uh, Abrams movies. Well, the first one, not so much the second one, but I definitely love Beyond. There's another um, thing that Discovery is now going to have to do that. I, I mean, we can maybe we should. Yeah, I just want to go into this real quick. But there are two more Star Trek shows coming out. Discovery is about to have competition, literally, mm-hmm. with other Star Trek shows. And so Discovery, unlike before, is going to have to be able to stand on its own so that I watch it and watch the Picard show and watch the Michelle Yao show, right? And if it's oh, like... Oh, wait, I didn't know about that. She's getting her own show? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, you're going to be so excited. It's a section whatever show, 31? right? 
Section 30, it's an entire Section 31 show. Yeah. So mm, there's going to be really good or really bad. Well, there's going to be three Star Trek shows now. And so Discovery has got to be able to stand on its own legs as like the sh- a show that I want to watch. Include, I mean, I, I'm obviously going to watch the Picard show and I'll probably watch the Section 31 show. But Discovery is going to have to find its voice to keep me engaged along with those other two shows that I'm going to be watching. You know what I mean? Otherwise, I think right now Discovery is the primary Star Trek. And I think that's good mm-hmm. for Discovery. Discovery should be the primary Star Trek. But if Discovery doesn't do do its job, then the Picard Star Trek or the Michelle Yao Star Trek could start to really become the primary Star Trek, and that'll be bad, bad for I mean, Discovery. Let's be honest. I, the Picard you, show could suck, and I'm going to watch every episode. So, right. so I think that's the Picard show has Picard going for it. I think that's already going to bring back to it. Michelle, I'm, Yow, I'm worried about that show. I'm First really, of all, Michelle, he's old. One that has to bring fans in, just like Discovery did. But I think Picard show is just gonna like be great because it's like it's gonna do numbers because it's Picard. Like I think people give that more passes because it's him. But you want to know why? Write Picard though. I don't. I'm, I have. I have difficulty believing they can write Picard now. Also, it's old. Picard's like the Joe Biden of Star Trek. I love you, right. Joe Biden, but you're old. <laughs> you want to know why this episode feels very much like the Star Trek 1 and 2 movies is because it's directed by Alex Kurtzman. He wrote Star Trek 1 and Star Trek Into Darkness. So and 50, so that kind of just makes <laughs> wait, 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 wait. So the person who wrote this episode wrote the no, first... The person who directed this episode wrote... The first two. Why um, did they let him on the set? Right. Don't uh, they know? I mean, Don't they know that the biggest thing working against Discovery right now with Star Trek fans is with every time it gets compared to those movies, like the number one thing that like the audience does not want. And, and let's be clear: the number one thing the audience does not want is for this to be like the Star Trek movies. The new Star Trek movies. And and see, and I think they don't understand because in every other market, besides like Star Trek and Star Wars, you go, oh no, let's just get the younger fans, get the people in there. No. You know who's going to, Patrick, let me ask you this. Why do you love Star Trek? Who introduced you to Star Trek first? Uh, My dad, actually. Your, Your dad introduced you to Star Trek first. For me, it was my aunt. If you make something that shows respect to what became before, you will bring them up because there will be people watching in the household. Younger people will be watching in the household, and it'll continue on. And I think the me and Branch, are- me and my son, we watch the Star Trek animated show because he's too young, and Deep Space Nine a little bit next gen because he's too young to watch Discovery, right? But, but he but he wants to be part of it. He wants to be part of it. He's like so excited about. It. He knows I'm excited about it, and so I have to find something else to watch with him. And so we watch. Right. And I think that what they, they miss is that if you respect what we love and, and, and the errors that we love about the show, even even Enterprise, Mo, even Enterprise. Even Enterprise. Great show. Great show. Even I don't Enterprise. even know what that show is, but go on. <laughs> Great so show. That's that, what it is. That, that, That's why you that guys don't come You'll bring the younger fans that are watching it, the kids that are watching in, 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 the, in the living rooms with the parents or on the TV or the computer or whatever. Um, and I think that my biggest fear is they're going to disrespect Picard and they're going to disrespect Spock. 
And you don't need to do that. You don't need to tear these characters down to make another generation of characters great. You don't need to do that. Um, when Spock came on TNG, he was given reverence. And he wasn't even right at the end. You know what I mean? At the end of the day, he was he was being fooled by something, but you felt that they gave him reverence to being there. When um when Scotty came on TNG, you felt like 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 Scotty was misplaced, he had done something that was wrong. We found out that he 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 inflated his numbers, but it felt like Scotty, right? It felt like there was right. something that he was gonna when Sulu guest starred on Voyager, like you're, you're like, all right, this is Sulu, right? Janeway didn't have to like be, you know, I guess, or Tuvok didn't have to tear him down or anything like that to be a better character. Um, right. I think they missed that a lot in this. You don't have to make another character, make an older character look stupid. Like I didn't like that Pike thing with, with Michael Burnham. And I'm not getting Michael Burnham. I'm saying it. I'm saying it. Anybody yeah, really? No, I'm not. I'm not. It's not about Michael Burnham. Is that I feel like. Sometimes writers get lazy and to make a new character seem efficient, they try to make an established character look foolish. Right. Right. Rather than making that character look efficient through their own hard work as a writer, writing over many episodes, which is how those old characters became known as efficient and good characters. Right. Right. Like Spock episode one didn't like show off how smart he was compared to everybody else. And now we just assume Spock's smart. It was because we watched Spock episode after episode, season after season, deal with these things, and then we gained that respect. And so then when you just have a character who we haven't walked that path with, then just suddenly be smarter than the character we have walked that path with, it feels like a cheat rather than an earned thing. Well put. I wish I could put it that well. So, so yes. And, and I and, and agree. That's a good point. We didn't know how badass Dex and, and Kira, um, Kira was from Deep Space Nine. It took many episodes to get to flesh out their backstories and their hobbies and, and what they did. We didn't know everything uh, about Kip or who was the pilot from Enterprise, the black kid? I don't watch that show. <laughs> Mo. Don't ask me. I, I, I kind of set it up for you, Mo. But we, I know. We found out, we found I out more wasn't even paying attention. I wasn't paying attention. I'm not lying. I was looking. What was, I was the pilot from Enterprise, the black pilot from Enterprise? The black pilot from, oh, oh my god! This, this is your only job. It's your only. Job. I know, I know. My anyway, only job is when you find out that his his family had been running freighters for generations, and that and that oh my first god, time getting pilot or whatever, and and you have these things that build them up, and you know, you 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 don't need to tear another character down. Just 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 do the work. Do the leg work. You have a you have a Travis? lot of pieces to run with, Travis. Yeah, okay. Travis Mayweather. No, okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna say yes. Um, so I don't. I'm really scared what they're gonna do with Spock. I'm really scared what they're gonna do with Picard because also I don't necessarily think the Star Trek movies got Picard right in every instance. Oh like, no, definitely not. Yeah, and definitely I not. I think there's a a really big difference between how Picard was written in an era before a lot of our own national trauma versus now. Right. No, totally. Yeah, it'd be like um, trying to write the West. Oh, they're doing another West Wings. What? I don't understand. But anyways, yeah, I agree. It it would. Uh, it's interesting because those characters come before, say, nine eleven and stuff, and so they might be written differently now than they were then. So, um, it's a good point, Anthony. But I, I, also, I mean, I'm excited about Picard because it moves Star Trek forward for the first time. Yeah. 
seen about them moving Star Trek forward is it looks really interesting the way they're moving it forward, right? Like, mm-hmm. I like the galaxy as it's being described, you know, where we have now reached a level with space travel that all these different quadrants are more easily accessible. And so we're dealing with, for the first time, all these different races were kind of isolated in their own quadrants. And now they're able to move fast. It's like when highways were suddenly invented and now New York and Boston could like interact and it didn't go so well. Right. And before it was like, Oh, those guys from Boston, we don't even deal with them. But that's kind of what I, and everything what I get from this. Farm, had their own farm system. So, and, but then like everything opened up. So you got all these other, it's going to be, yeah. I agree. That part could be really cool and exciting. So, yeah. Well, there you have it folks. Um, <laughs> and now we're at uh uh at the close there was one there was one thing that i i feel like uh we didn't mention did we mention stamets having second thoughts about going back into the network i knew and- it he's a he's a he's he's a science nerd his first love okay. don't wilson cruz if you're listening just tune this part out but his his first love is science his first love yeah. is science yeah. i i enjoyed I that, that glimmer in his eye yeah, more than yeah. anything else, it's like okay, I, you know, I'm like because uh, that Tilly was the best that, part of the whole episode. Tilly was like, "But I thought you said you were done." He was like, "Well, uh, I'm done, but I'm still a scientist." Like if they I put love Tilly it. on another show, everybody's going to start watching the other show and stop watching I Discovery. I would, I would. So, so you know what? You know what it is? It's like you know those memes where it shows a guy walk with his girlfriend and somebody else. Walking past them. Oh my gosh, we gotta make that meme for this. We've got to make that meme. That for science. (laughs) (laughs) We gotta make that meme with Wilson Cruz on one side. I'll work on that Photoshop like tomorrow. (laughs) It's gonna be so good. Um, I, I, again, I'm probably the only one on this episode today that that will say I enjoyed this episode a lot. Again, as a fan of the. J.J. Abrams one and two movies, or not not necessarily two, but I liked one. I like Beyond. Um, uh, as a fan of say, I like one and I like just Beyond. yeah. So I mean, I I really enjoyed this episode based again on the fact yeah, that it I'm gave him kind of. I I I'm I'm I also liked Enterprise, so it doesn't take a lot for Star Trek to impress me, as say like Anthony or or say um. Patrick, so I if you're if you're like me, you probably enjoyed the episode. Did you just say that you're easily impressed because you liked Enterprise? <laughs> Look, I'm just saying I really like yeah, it. But your your level of need is low. <laughs> if we're being real, like I enjoy Enterprise, like Give me a happy meal on the forty. We can have a good time. That's what you pretty much hey. said. You're you're used to settling, you know. Like I can't get that girl, so I guess I'm going with this one. <laughs> oh man! <laughs> to get the no, job honestly, done. for Star Trek, it just—I just need the basic science because I really thought this episode was sciencey. Like you don't think it was sciencey? I really thought it was sciencey. I thought, you know, despite the big um, astronaut, you know, like flying through the asteroids and everything, it I seems thought to it me was like you remember the Stamets Tilly part of the storyline being like forty minutes of this episode, and right. I bet if I went back. And looked, it was probably it might be less than ten. It might be less than five. No, the science part. We're saying the science part got drowned out for the action set piece that seemed needless. But that's what I'm. I'm saying besides the major... and a walk through some tarp. <laughs> 
And even I don't notice. Don't you like ever that, use that tarp even, again? But I noticed that I was like, oh, they're kind of okay. All right, we just ran out of budget here, huh? That's that's what's going on. It's like Evangelion. <laughs> they like ran out of money. They're like, oh, what can we do? Oh, just put up a tarp. <laughs> they ran out, and, and they like, oh, they oh, we can suddenly they can up. suddenly breathe oxygen, but they didn't like go through an airlock or anything. like what? Nothing, right? And um, and uh, tarp. So, and because because I was able to sit through the episode, see episode two, like right next. Because again, last. Last year we well, got. Aren't episode. you special? I mean, I wish somebody loved me enough to give me that, that, that special preview. I guess I can appreciate. Here's what we're gonna do. I'm gonna work hard to get an interview with like Tilly, and when we do that interview, we're not inviting Mo. That's the only Don't. thing. That's, gonna feel, that's the only thing that's gonna feel satisfying. That's the only thing that's gonna feel satisfying. Uh, but. But so if you're like me and you enjoyed episode one, comment down in the section below. If you're like Anthony or Patrick, don't. But uh, thank you very uh-huh. much. <laughs> we appreciate all comments, whether they agree with us or not. And if you if you feel there's a point that I'm wrong or Patrick's wrong, prove us wrong. I love being yeah, wrong. Tell us we're me, wrong. Yeah, it helps don't me expand my knowledge. Also, I do want to be really clear. We love this show. And I'm so sorry that if this is your first time tuning into the podcast, you're like, I'm not listening to that podcast again because they hate like, Discovery. It's not true. If you listen to every other episode, we love Discovery, but this episode did not do it. I guess but we've had we've had a podcast where we're split where it was either We have. We've had a podcast where we were split. Yeah, we've had a split. I don't think we've ever been this harsh. The last time we were this harsh about something, it was uh, the new Star Wars movie. Oh, right. No. <laughs> <laughs> it was that. Right. Oh yeah. No. Um, no, and, and and honestly, the only reason I mentioned the stuff about Michael Burnham is that I want Michael. Again, the same thing with Ray. Ray had the best, the best intro of a Star Wars character ever in the Force Awakens. One of the best ever. I thought Finn. I thought Finn had the best intro. I thought Finn was gonna be the one whose force was awakened. But then uh, this is not, Star Wars. This, this, that is. But my point. Okay. Okay. Sorry. Is, sorry. Michael sorry. Burnham. For all her things are going on. Remember last year, I, I downgraded from like Mary Sue to Twink with her. I was like, it, it was hard for me to go and have like Michael Burnham right train, you know. And I just want to like the character. I want to. I want to like. I want to like all the characters. You can't tell me none of these other crew members that look interesting. None of them have ideas, right? Well, I don't need, I don't, listen. Need a stupid, I don't need a stupid joke about someone sneezing in someone's face. No, you, you, there is no. Yeah, that was pretty lame. You, you can just sneeze your whole snot thing into this guy's face. This, the guy's already about to be killed by an asteroid for no reason. You really have to sneeze in his face again, like? Yeah, because it was a douche. He was a douche nozzle. He wasn't a douche. He thought his calculations were right. He did nothing that Michael Burnham hasn't done. No, 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 that's true. That's interesting. You're right. If it had been Michael Burnham saying, oh, no, no, these calculations are wrong, da, 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 she would have survived. That's interesting. You're, you're Stop no, turning me, no. man. <laughs> Not interesting. Don't listen to That's him. totally no. what happens all the time in these shows is a character <laughs> makes those same kinds of calculations. So, so you don't have to do that, right? You don't have to do that. And, and nobody noticed he died. And nobody I, noticed he died, right? Also then, all right, all right. As if that wasn't enough. As if that wasn't enough, she then had to save the captain with... Prove the captain wrong and save the captain. Like... It, it, I, I thought... Okay, this is what I thought that what that, that scene meant to me. This is, I'll tell you real quick what that scene meant. That scene meant 
because again, this is Captain Pike who doesn't know the crew of the Enterprise, and it's so, it's more it's more so a trust us kind of thing, like a trust fall. I think that was his trust fall, but it was the only way you could do the trust fall for Star Trek is to make it huge. That's well, that where part, I, took that. I agree with that. I agree with the, the trust here? fall and trusting the crew uh, for it, but it didn't feel like a crew. It didn't feel like the crew are the ones that figured it out, solved the problem, and saved him. It felt like Michael did it, and then the crew just pressed the buttons. No, it was definitely that man was shook him. Like they had to ca- do the calculations that Michael was like, "Hey, if you try this and try that," and they were like, "I don't That's know." That's my and point. So Michael, it. Michael was like, "If you do this and this and this." <laughs> Then we'll save him. Right. Oh, hey, you, you got us, right, ladies? Um, yeah, we uh, we we got you. And, and yeah, and yeah, it even with... made them kind of look dumb. He's right. Right. And and now take that take that based on what uh, Chekhov did in was it Beyond? One of, no, it was the first. No, 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 it was uh the first one, the first one. Yeah, Chuck was like, no, I did this calculation. I gotta run and do this, and then and like like you could tell he's working out in his head to do this. Where before it's like Michael Burnham is like pointing out, like just press those buttons. You know how to do this. Like, I don't know. It, it's it's different. It's how you present it. And when Pike's like, I think no, it's we're gonna how do we, it's, it's all perspective gonna, too. It's how we watch it. But like, because I think, go ahead, go ahead. Go ahead. Now, I'm saying it's all perspective. It's how we watch it because how you you you. I think you're coming into this as the way you've come into like saying, hey, Michael Burnham is already like, oh my god, you know, like Michael Burnham, and then you just. Feel the way you feel about her. So anything she does is under you put everything under microscope oh, because oh, I right. I saw what happened as a crew effort to me. That's that's okay. what I'm, all I'm saying. All right, so I'm not making this up. Like I, I'm not making up this. I, I'm not. That's all I'm this saying. Up. This is not. That's all I'm not saying. Like this is like Trump hysteria type of thing they say. Like I, I'm not making this up. <laughs> Like, fake news. <laughs> you're fake news. Yeah, the problem, the reason that I don't think you're making it up, Anthony, is every time you start to make your argument, we remember three other things that happened in that scene that further support your argument that we weren't even thinking about. You weren't even thinking about those parts when you started making your argument. All so I'm that's how you turn to me. All I'm saying is it's all perspective. I didn't see it as that. I didn't see what Anthony was saying. I didn't see it as that. So it's fair. I'm not saying you're that wrong. is because Michael Burnham was like sitting right next to you. So, and when Michael Burnham's on screen, how can you not see anything but Michael Burnham? Her glory eclipses all. Oh, Burnham. So, <laughs> so, so, and again, I oh, but did you like the call to Voltron? And I like when they were walking to most Call to Voltron. Is that what you said? I like Call back to Voltron. I like the actress. She was a, one of my favorite actress. I mean, actors, actresses from Walking Dead. I, I just, I don't want him to ruin the character. It's not. It's making. actually not her acting at all. Her acting is on point. No, her acting fantastic. On point. It's the writing. It's the writing. Writing, guys. Spread the wealth a little bit. Let some of those people that got named in this crew, and 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 again, and again, I am not saying it's that, so I'm not saying that there. This is the purpose of it. But have some competent male characters. Just have some competent male characters. I don't care about men. Me too. Just, just have some competent male characters. That, that's we don't care about men. Uh, men are trash. Uh, it's all about the women. Mike seems pretty competent. <laughs> exactly. He's boring. Well, Mike, he's well, Mike, boring, but Michael he seems Burnham competent. A, you think he's boring? Has a, uh, 
had to correct him. When he goes, we're Star Trek, she's like, yes, if you would shut up. We, we were going to do that, but this is the plan. He's like, oh. So, so, Did he say it like that? Did he say, oh? Because that would have made me much more endeared to him. Oh. <laughs> oh. That was the face I, no, the but face I saw. Stamets is competent. Exactly. But I also uh, think I also think you're missing the conversation they had at the end of the episode, Michael right, Burnham and you're um right. you're right, Patrick. But th- there is a conversation, Michael Burnham and um Lorca was really confident. <laughs> but he was evil. <laughs> but he was confident as hell. <laughs> I don't think Lorca was evil. I still think I would fly with Lorca. Like if he if And you if would be like, dead. All right, well let me say That's fine. I would give my life for the you know. As, a, as you know, I don't have really a concept. I don't really believe in the concept of good and evil, but I exactly. believe, I believe yeah. in a perspective-based thing. And to my surprise, he was not and evil. A, and a place that I would want to live in, I could not have that guy in charge. <laughs> um, hey, you, you don't all hell the empress, but but you. you we'll send you on the crew, Mo, with Lorca. But we're, I would definitely pick Pike or Kirk or Picard or Cisco or, or Janeway, Janeway or Archer. Or Archer. <laughs> <laughs> Before you're the Lorca. Archer, I'm saying Archer. You're not, you're like, or Ar- Archer. <laughs> <laughs> I would. I would um, take New Universe Picard. But I mean, there was a conversation at Lor- uh, no, Lorca. No, I mean Kirk. Pike. Michael had at the end of the episode where it's, you know, again, they're they're trying to reiterate or build their relationship and it's like, you, I need you to tell me things or whatever happens like, I need you to trust me because again we're, we're building, I feel maybe you're right on the point that we didn't get to see enough of Captain Pike. We're building to a, to a relationship or either a, a, a version of Pike because we know only so much about Pike, or every every version of Pike, we only know about so much of him. I no, think we're going to get. I think that is the key to it. Like, imagine if Pike didn't show up to the end of this episode, and that whole thing had happened with Saru or whoever else. Right? I would know exactly the same amount about Pike, basically, as I know after watching this episode. And he's the new captain. You're right. Well, damn, you're right. He's the new captain. He's the most important thing to happen in the very first episode of this season. The mo- the the thing that we were looking for in this season. Every single person who tuned in to Discovery for this episode tuned in for one purpose. I want to get to know this new captain. And see well, play how they're going to play Spock. That was about it. I feel I feel like when we see episode two, we'll get a little more insp- in, in, insight to to Pike. On that note, we will catch you. I said we'll get more insight. I didn't say he's trying to close. He's trying to close, but we won't let him. You can't say. say, (laughs) We've been trying to end this episode for like a half hour. Right. I mean, that's gonna get fixed in two. No, no, no. I'm not saying this. I'm not calling it a fix. I'm just saying you get more. I just feel like you get. Yeah, I sure you do because Jonathan Frakes directs it. Yeah. Give me that Riker. This is why I'm telling you, I don't, don't think allow gonna, what is his name? Something. Kurtzman? Don't allow that guy anywhere near no, Discovery I again. This one thing. I don't think you're bed. gonna like you that much. I, I really don't think so. I enjoyed it, but I don't think you're gonna like it that much. Again, because the overarching story, if you had a problem with that story in one in episode one, I feel like you're gonna have a problem with how they present it or go through it in two. 
If they, but, if I don't like episode two, there's only one answer to why that is, and that's because Jonathan Frakes, for some dumb reason, shaved his beard before he directed. Oh no, that beard! You need that beard. That's where his power is. Right. right. That's that what I'm saying. That, that, that would. That's the only explanation for why I would not like episode two. Yeah. Okay. On that note, uh, thank you for joining us for Discovery <laughs> Discussion Season Two. <laughs> oh man, this this has been it's been a it's been a long road getting from here to there. Uh, <laughs> Son of a bitch! You know I had to, but uh, I just want to thank you everybody. Brain blooded bastard! <laughs> You're lucky, Mo, that Anthony wasn't standing outside that theater. When he got out. You are lucky. I have heard stories of things Anthony has done to people he is mad at, and you would not. You would not have been okay. I was. I was, uh, mad. No. I was mad. I was mad. All the like, bro. I had to get off the chat because I was. I was upset with you. I was really. Upset are you serious? You. I'm. Really I'm upset. super sorry. I was pretty upset. I was pretty bad. And then you said Anthony could make it or something like that. You said. Yeah, like you had already asked. <laughs> I assume Anthony would have want to do it. Right, I just right, I don't know. Right. What's with that? What's the problem with that? <laughs> Alright, you better you better cut us now. This episode will be on iTunes in about tomorrow. Yeah, I think I gotta fix I gotta fix something on Anchor, but once I fix it it'll be on there. Yes, if you if you could do that. But it'll be on Spotify, it'll be on iTunes and it'll be on Google Play Music tomorrow or the day after but thank you very much for rocking with us on this one uh we will catch you on the next one any Good injury night. that most of us between now and next episode have nothing to do with me or any related that i would do <laughs> 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 good night and god bless <laughs>